0: hello and welcome to a new episode of release. I'm your host Adriana and I'm so honored and grateful that you've taken the time to listen to what I have to say. And today I want to talk about our healing journeys and how sometimes we bypass our own healing basically. I feel like we are surrounded by so much information especially in the age where spirituality and um, self-help is really really trending you have so many resources and so many stories and so many articles and everything that people are saying well you have to read this you have to do this and sometimes we begin to compare ourselves to other people's journeys and we may even use all of these resources as a distraction As recently I have realized that even though I have been healing a lot of things and there are a lot of things that I can say okay I have successfully gotten this out of my life I have Um, come to peace with this whatever the case may be recently certain emotions that i had thought were gone or that i had worked through uh, started coming up and it felt as though it was the first time i was feeling those emotions so It really felt like I was being punished, honestly. Like, it was just pain after pain after pain. And I kept... It felt like I was reliving these events just over and over. It was not a fun time. Definitely not. But... It made me realize... That... Those were things that I thought I had healed. That I am still healing. And because i don't want to sit with my grief or my sadness i i'm just like okay i got to go to school tomorrow i got to go to work i have this to do that to do i kind of push my emotions to the side and i am recognizing now that although I was telling myself, okay, we're doing these things, it's because I had the knowledge of the healing. I have the knowledge. I'm reading the books. I watch the videos. I am learning because this journey that I'm going on, my spiritual journey, my life journey, I am trying to learn from the ones that came before me while I allow my own experiences to teach me so in my head now it kind of looks like a graph I don't know if this would have been from maybe like grade 10 when you see like a full um graph so it's like a instead of just like a little angle it's like a full line down and a full line across like on graph paper you know you're smart you you know what I'm talking about I imagine myself, um, for when I learn from the ones before me, I imagine myself getting things along the X axis. And that is me spreading wide. I'm finding wide information, I'm going outside of myself to discover what is available and then we're going to stretch it now on the y-axis so when I'm going inward it feels like now I'm stretching inward is down and then above myself because I'm understanding I'm growing I'm believing so in my head it's like I'm covering as much room as I can when it comes to learning from the experiences And the things that life has to offer. That was a little side note. But I was just trying to show you guys what the inside of my brain, I guess, looks like sometimes. Anyway. I realized that having this wide graph, right? You have knowledge. But it is not yet wisdom. Knowledge is like potential energy. Right? It is... Energy that has the ability, knowledge has the ability to become wisdom. But in order for that knowledge to become wisdom, you have to be able to enact that knowledge and use that knowledge in the moments where it's the hardest. That is when you know that you have actually learned and you are actually taking the time to heal and to go forward and to become better and I realized that because I'm so I'm already so overwhelmed on my day-to-day I'm so focused on everything outside of myself that instead of actually doing self-care I'm supplementing the self-care through podcasts oh I listened to one of my favorite podcasts today that's self-care or oh I took a nap today that's self-care but in reality it's like great maybe the nap was needed fantastic but i'm doing the things that are teaching me about they're making they're soothing my soul in some way but i'm not actually doing the things that my body is asking me to do like my the sleep my body is asking me to rest and maybe i can't rest because i have to go to school and i have to go to work or my body is saying okay we need to eat three square meals a day and that's really hard for me so sometimes i'll eat one meal at the end of the day and say okay cool but that's not me taking care of my body Even the other day my mom was like come here and she started giving me like a little pedicure she's like you need to take care of yourself i'm like i know mom i know it's just so hard for me sometimes to honestly sometimes i feel like i not that i don't deserve the care but sometimes i feel like i forget that i am also a person i forget that I have needs and I need to upkeep the things that I want to do and for the life that is currently in front of me I need to be taking care of myself and refilling my own cup because when somebody comes to me and says I need an ear right now I need to be able to tell them yes because I Will always say I have an ear to give. Always. I will listen to that. But if I am at 10%. And that person takes 40%. Now I'm 30 Now I have to build and fight my way back up. To even get to zero. But if I everyday take the time. That's why I like rituals. Morning rituals. Night rituals. You're resetting your body. Meditation. Grounding. It really helps with resetting resetting your energy and filling up that, that energy meter, or at least bringing you to equilibrium. So if something hits you on one side, you have enough weight on this side to really keep things balanced. So I want to be able to be at 80 90 percent on most days on an amazing day at a hundred percent so that i am able to give everything always be able to be that ear to be able to see the beauty in life whatever whatever the case may be but i am recognizing that on this healing journey it takes It takes a specific kind of attention. This journey is teaching me that although I need to be compassionate towards myself, self-compassion is so important, I need to also be critical of myself. And not in, this, in a bad way. But in a way of, you said you were going to do this. Keep yourself accountable. Let's not use critical. Keep keeping myself accountable in a way that is like, okay, you want to do this and you have not taken the time to work towards it. What's what's going on? Do you not think that you deserve what is being provided to you? Like I said, sometimes I forget that I am a person and I deserve these things that I am telling other people that they deserve and I am worthy and all the things that I'm telling you guys I'm also telling myself of course hearing a voice out loud sometimes you'll think a thought or you'll read something but it's not until you hear an actual voice and maybe it has to be your own voice and you finally hear the frequency of what is is being relayed So me saying I am worthy to you guys, you may think that all the time, but you hearing that from somebody else, you're like, okay, I am hearing those words out loud and I resonate with those words. And I am going to now say those words to myself and saying them out loud, constantly saying them out loud. Your brain believes you anything you tell it. That is a good and a bad thing because you saying I am worthy, I am worthy. You're reprogramming your brain to believe that. But if you also say I am worthless, your brain is also going to believe that you are worthless. So we have to be very cautious of the things that we are saying about ourselves and to ourselves because we are people. And we are deserving of the most love and the most compassion even from yourself. Uh, You are worthy of the most respect and honor. And if you're not respecting and honoring yourself, then you cannot respect and honor anybody else. And no one else will respect and honor you. So that's just a little reminder. But getting back to our feelings and how we can stop bypassing ourselves basically selling ourselves short on our healing journey so i was listening to a podcast the other day and the guest on the show was saying that it's very rude for us to tell our emotions that they have to be something else and that really um it really resonated with me and i was thinking about it so basically they were talking about how um like you want happiness or you want grief to be acceptance or you want sadness to be happiness you want discomfort to be comfort whatever the case may be and you're trying to force that emotion to become what you want it to become But in reality, that's not going to work. You keep pushing it away. It's going to come back. And when it finds its way back, it's going to be harder and scarier than before. And it's going to keep coming back stronger and stronger and stronger until you sit down with it. And you say, hi, this is, I'm feeling grief at this moment. And you're being honest with yourself and saying, I'm feeling grief. And you want to get to acceptance. You want to get to the part of life where you feel okay. And losing somebody. Let's say that it's about losing somebody. Losing somebody you love or losing something that you love. Whether it be by death or it just be there no longer in your life. It is very hard. Of course those are totally different degrees. But you have to work through that grief and you may be grieving them for the rest of your life but when you look at grief you realize that grief is not just a one-dimensional thing it would be 3d you look at it you turn it over you realize that grief is actually not a square it's a box and it's full of all these other emotions It is full of joy and pain and acceptance and love. And you realize that when you take the time to grieve grief, you take the time to navigate your grief, you realize that you find more than what you thought would get you away from the uncomfortable feeling. So what I mean is that let's say that you are with somebody and you guys break up and you are mourning that relationship when you are mourning that relationship right and you look at all of the things that have happened of course I'm hoping there would have been good moments so you might remember the good moments and you remember how in love you were and in that there is still sadness, of course, and as you navigate all of these feelings, and as you forgive, um, as you take the time to release yourself from—excuse <clears throat> me—the relationship, you realize that slowly, every day, you accept it a little bit more. Every day when you're working through it you are saying to it i understand that you are real and now i have to get my self mentally here i have to get myself physically in a space spiritually in a space that i can say okay i am okay with this not being in my life anymore i'm not saying that once you say that everything's gonna be great there are gonna be days where you feel like you're taking five steps back but you just think that because you think that it is a linear journey five steps back maybe right next to two steps forward i hope that makes sense but i just mean in the sense that because something looks like it's not going the way that you think it's going does not mean that it's not working out for you <clears throat> So, all of this to say that we need to really take the time to honor our emotions and to work through them so that when they come back to us, that we can say, oh, hello sadness, hello grief, I see that you're back, last time we worked through things this way. And last time, I came to peace with the emotion, and the emotion slowly evaporated. It slowly dissolved. That's what we want when we're working through our big and uncomfortable emotions. We want to get to a place of peace that, yes, even though you may feel like the world is crumbling around me, I know that I'm okay. And I know that even if I'm not okay, in the second I will be okay. Some point, some point in the journey, you have to become okay. You are working on becoming okay. And as long as you have life, you are okay. It may take some time to feel that okay, but as long as you are alive, you are okay. As long as there is life, there is hope. As long as you are alive, there's hope for things to get better. Things can get worse. But no roller coaster just goes down. That's not a very fun roller coaster. I don't like roller coasters. But based on people I have talked to and things I've seen with people on roller coasters, the up part is also really fun. They enjoy both the up and the down. And life itself is not just a down roller coaster. There will be moments where you find little ups sometimes the the ups are going to be little sometimes they're going to be gigantic sometimes there are going to be ups that you don't even realize because you're too busy paying attention to the downs so we just have to recognize that what goes up must come down and that doesn't have to be a bad thing we can find the good and the bad always but yeah i think that's everything that i wanted to say today thank you guys so much for listening i love you guys and i'll catch you in the next episode bye